This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield and Tana Pennington, and Tana's always laughing. I am. And this is the wealth puzzle. So thank you. So hey, first and foremost, uh, love all of our listeners, love our viewers. Obviously, people listen to this on the podcast. They uh, they go to YouTube and they go to Rumble. They watch the videos. It's mm-hmm. very exciting. And I've been doing this for years, and I have. This is my first. Uh, what is it? A retractment? Is that what you say when you? Like when they have to put something in the paper that they aren't told totally down. So I have to make my first retractment here. My, my, we had an issue last week. I was highly critical of Connor, the tax professional and the video that we loaded. I blamed him saying that he was That's the so one true. that had the crap resolution and ruined yes. my video. Right. And what I'm learning is, is somehow it was still buffering Ooh. when I was loading it and playing with it. And mysteriously, it's all better. And so he he watched the show afterwards, and he's like, "Dude, why'd you throw me under the bus?" I know he's I like, he's all he's so mean. He's like, I just watched the video. It's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. It's garbage. Oh, it's so I need awesome. goggles to watch it. And and then I go to back to watch. It. I'm like, what the heck? It was it was uh, so awesome. I, it was terrible. So, anyways, my fault. I am the first to admit when I am at fault, and so I am at fault. And so there we go. Whew. Whew. Okay. Anyways, anyways, down to business. Apology accepted. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but down to business. You know, we're the Lynn Group. We focus on retirement income planning. We try to bring you guys topics every week that are honestly very current of any. We talk mm-hmm. about current events because guess what? These things impact you. They impact your finances. They impact your goals. And so, I mean, for example, here, let me plop something up on the screen here that I thought was funny. This website is just terrible for anyone who's viewing this. It's got more ads than content on it, but <laughs> it says something interesting in the orange. Yes. I'll highlight it. New bill creates this Medicare Part E. Very interesting. Boom. Yes. So what is this saying, Tana? You're so the this Medicare is, pro. This is coming down the pipe, possibly something that everyone's talking about. So Medicare Part E would be for everyone. Medicare for everyone. Ah. Mm, interesting. For yeah. So for even for all. Even for individuals, families, and then also businesses could possibly uh, enroll their employees into Medicare Part E. So, so okay, so interesting. Um, obviously, this is a, a thing. It's pushed by Rep. Don Bayer, Virginia, and mm-hmm. someone Gomez of California, and someone Boyle of Pennsylvania. <laughs> so they've put this thing together. They're trying to push it through, but this is the next level of insanity, right? You know what? Right. We can't afford anything. Right. Um, if the government was an individual, it's like having, I don't know, a uh, million dollars on your credit card and you're saying, oh my gosh, I just got the announcement that Disney's having cruises out of <laughs> San Pedro again. And that five-star dining is awesome. And I and have no for money, everyone. But, but hey, it's only 30 grand. Do I have any more room on my credit card? 
So uh, that's kind of what's happening right now is, is mm-hmm. we have so many fascinating things going on in this country that, hey, let's just get a shovel and throw some more right on top because mm-hmm. why not? So the concept is very interesting. Health insurance is a um, fascinating issue. Um, that will never go away. That will never go away. You know, it's, um, I don't know. I mean, from a constitutional standpoint, you have no right to, to health insurance. <laughs> that sounds weird. I don't mean that in a mean way. But, you know, from a constitutional standpoint, that's that's why there's individual companies that were designed to give people care. And so Big Brother can step in and control everything. Um, but, hey, I just thought that this was funny, but it brings up a point. Once again, going back to the theme, current events. The things that impact you are the things that mm-hmm. we want to talk about. We have a lot of clients that want to retire at 60, but right. they're really struggling with that because that Medicare issue, right? From 60 exactly. to 65, a lot of individual health insurance, if you make any decent amount of money, is very expensive. A husband mm-hmm. and wife who don't get a subsidy are looking at the better part of 1800 maybe even $2,000 a month. Right. Hammered. Mm-hmm. So anyways, this is once again, kind of a current event, kind of fascinating. All right, Tana, what'd you have for us? I know you sent me an article. It's here somewhere. Oh, I did. You know, this is just regarding cybersecurity in the wake of, you know, what happened months ago with the Colonial Pipeline and JBS Foods. Months ago? Would would that be defined as months? I don't know. Well, I don't know. A month ago. Mm, Okay. June? Well, time is flying for me, so. Is it? (laughs) Is that your feels like months ago. What you got to do is you got to go get on the Wii. You still have a Wii? Does anyone have a Wii anymore? No. The Wii Sports <laughs> has this 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 feature. You know, like you play tennis. On yes. TV. Yeah. Wii Sports has this feature where it tests your 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 like your your Wii Sports age, <laughs> where like it tests how agile you are and stuff. That and is then it gives awesome. You your, your chronological age. So like I'm 75 years old. <laughs> When I when I test my age on Wii Sports, that is so funny. I think people look so hilarious when they're playing the Wii and they're like throwing their arms back and forth with it, you know, acting like they're playing tennis. Are you looking in people's <laughs> windows? What? No, no, no. I've just Jeez. been, you know, a spectator during these Wii game events, and I wow. just think it's pretty funny. Okay. Anyways, but anyways, I apologize. So no, it's fine. So I was just reading this article this weekend, and um. It just brought to my mind just a good reminder for all of us, um, especially traveling. Traveling's up. People are going places. Yeah. Uh, be careful with your um, cell phones. The number one way for data to get intercepted by hackers is just a lost or stolen phone, especially hmm. when traveling. So and everybody's got one these days. Yeah, absolutely. So some of the things that they said that um, is helpful is to back up your iPhone. Um, also, um, use a very strong password, which can be, you know, a headache, but it's really, really important in case so somebody one, does. One, two, three doesn't work anymore? No, no, I wouldn't advise doing that. <laughs> Not strong enough. But then also, you know, you might be tempted to use a hotel Wi-Fi, but that's considered public Wi-Fi. So make sure you're using a, a virtual private Gosh. network or VPN. See, that's interesting because yeah. I always use that stuff no, because be I'm careful. a cheapskate. I don't have unlimited no. data. So I'm always like, I'm Dangerous. always looking for the Wi-Fi. No. Be careful. You can actually, um, there's IT service companies that will offer uh, either a hardware uh, a VPN or a software VPN. I've got a VPN on my phone. That you can subscribe to. And turn on. Yeah. So yeah. no antivirus. This so is definitely use that. But no, you can turn all, it on but... on your phone and then your phone runs even slower. But just a good reminder, it might be worth it. I'm going to turn it on right now. You got me all paranoid. (laughs) 
And then don't text or email secret informa- information um, like your passwords or um, just, you know, date of birth or social security number. Um, it can definitely get intercepted. What if you use Snapchat and then it all disappears after 10 <laughs> seconds? I wouldn't recommend that either. <laughs> I, I've never used it. I, I hear, Me neither. Here it's all the rage with the kids. <laughs> and then if you are taking a phone call, like a business phone call, um, and you're, you know, out and about, just be mindful of, you know, you're giving possibly social security numbers, date of birth, address, phone number. Just be careful who's listening. You know, are you stepping away from a crowd or are you trying to get stuff done and people around you that could possibly hear that information? You know, it's funny. This will sound creepy. Um, half the, so I work out at the gym in the mornings, LA Fitness for all the <laughs> local people who like to go to LA Fitness. Hey, you can come visit me. Yes. Generally, they're about 530. Um, <laughs> but sometimes like, not sometimes, but like probably like a third of the time I listen to my, I, I have my headphones in, but I, I'm not listening to anything because sometimes I'm just not in the mood to listen to anything, but I leave them in because I notice that people don't bug me when oh, I'm working out good point. they think you're busy. Yes. But, but then again, you can kind of hear everybody's talking and, and bantering because <laughs> the problem with the old gym is people like to turn it into too much of a social event. See. Mm-hmm. I like to go there to work out. So I find yeah. that the, uh, you know, if you have your headphones in, even if you're not listening, less people talk to you. Yeah. And if it's noise canceling, then maybe you can it's have a little more peace. Social of me. I should be nicer. <laughs> I, guess I'll, I guess I'll take them out now. Uh, but another uh, few reminders too, as well, if you're um, on the internet, just be careful about sharing personal information with people that maybe you don't know. Like maybe you're not realizing if you're, you know, kids are gaming on the right. internet, make sure they're not making friends with absolute strangers and they're sharing, you know, family secrets or yeah. <laughs> information or address or that you guys are going out of town in a week. So yeah. you got to be careful there. Um, download updates from app stores rather than just on the external websites and other sources because you could cause a, a big problem there. Um, so yeah, just some few tips. I thought they were pretty helpful. Dude, And and I don't know what's happening. I feel like I get so many gibberish emails and texts now. Oh yes. And and it's so tempted to click on them. Don't click on them. Look legitimate. Right. And so what you got to do, like with your email is you have to click like where it says, this is from Amazon. But if you click on it, then it's from, you know, uh, you know, donkey shop or, you know, something weird. Um, but you got to check the threads of where they're coming from. Hmm. So Fun fact. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, protect yourselves. The other thing too, I guess on a separate note is we use, um, we use, a. crud, what are those things? What are the is things it the RFID card? There you go. Or, yeah. Who you like bailed me out. That was, that was not in my head. High right five. Now. So <laughs> that's a COVID high five right there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Playing it safe. Where's my wallet? Here's my wallet. I left it on the table. That was probably not secure. Yeah. All right. I'm pulling out of my wallet. Don't count my money, everybody, while I'm opening my wallet here. The uh, right here in my wallet. So I got an RFID card. If anybody wants one of these things, call the office 805-500-7035. I've got a couple boxes of them. I buy them occasionally. So what an RFID card does is I don't really know. It's like Star Wars. That's the way I think of it. And, you know, like when the Millennial Falcon has to turn on the force field when they're getting shot at kind of a deal. So there's skimmers have the ability to somehow mm-hmm. buy this machine like on eBay and walk through Starbucks and somehow suck all the data off your right. credit card. 
And so my wallet is like the millennial falcon right now <laughs> that it has some kind of eight inch round force field <laughs> that if anyone tries to skim data off of it, somehow it just yeah. is gibberish. That's a great analogy. The best I got. <laughs> so it shows my, uh, my, my level of technology uh, abilities. Right? I have to equate things to the movies. So VPNs are good. Mm -hmm. Strong passwords are good. RFID cards are good. Um, You know, and no matter what you do, your, your identity seems to get stolen. You know, if you bought something Mm -hmm. at target, then you get the letter. I, I got a letter from CMH, the local hospital. Mm -hmm. Your data is gone again. Like, so you just got to be careful about it. Right. And monitor your information and keep, keep an eye on it. Yeah. And even if you're a business owner, there's things that you really have to think about too, as well. Like there's vendors that you're doing business with consultants that you're doing business with contractors, make sure you know who they are and how they do business because that's going to affect your client's data. It's like, I hate going to like, I don't don't know. Never mind. I'm going to stop there. (laughs) Okay. I sound like Joe Biden. He always does that. He's like, like done with a thought. I'm not even going to say that. The, uh, (laughs) all right. Anyways, um, moving on. Okay. This is this is good stuff, everybody, for all of our listeners. So what does this article say? Higher taxes for the rich edge closer as Democrats pass $3.5 trillion budget outline. So it was an incredible week last week, right? We spent over $4.5 trillion, mm-hmm. or we're trying to, in our government. Last year, we spent $7 trillion. It looks like we'll probably hit another $7 trillion this year. Mm-hmm. Trill is going to be the fancy word that we talk about these days. Ouch. Ooh tossing trills around here. Um, it's, it's incredible, right? So we passed this infrastructure bill it says infrastructure, only like a third of it actually is for infrastructure. The, yeah, you know, I don't know what the rest is for. It's not infrastructure. <laughs> and then now they're trying to pass this budget, three and a half trillion dollar budget, but it's very interesting. Some of the stuff in here as usual is very interesting. Once again, we talk about these themes because they impact you. Mm-hmm. Um, they impact your finances. They impact the stock market. They impact economics. All of these things have some kind of impact. Mm-hmm. And um, all right. Quiz question, Tana. <laughs> this is a weird quiz question. Oh, actually. no. Okay. In, I'm in paying attention. Situ- in your situation, it's a weird one. I was going to say, have you ever gotten a job from a poor person? <laughs> no. So would you say that rich people or poor people generally hire? Rich people. Let's <laughs> see. That's a weird one. I'm still waiting for a hard question. That was it. I, okay. It was just like, it's just kind of like it was awkward. Cause I'm like, I'm not a rich person. Um, oh, I'm rich, I'm rich with laughter. I'm rich You're with, a great boss. I'm rich with, we have weight. a great team. The, um, <laughs> so anyways, that was a disaster. Okay. Let's, let's get to the point of this article. So a couple of things that are very interesting about this, this bill is everything has an impact on everybody, right? The, the mm-hmm. cost of a business. Uh, they're talking about corporate tax rates. They're talking about individual tax rates. What was it? What was the initial part though? That was so funny in this article where it's like, yeah, there's not a lot of detail. The, that, uh, blah, blah, blah. The framework was passed on Monday. That outline offers scant detail on specific policy relative. So that's the irony here, right? Is, is we can pass a bill that doesn't actually have Mm -hmm. all the full details. Oh yeah. Sounds good. Um, Saying that it only seeks tax fairness for high income individuals. Mm -hmm. Did you know, and don't hold me to the stat it's close, but you know, something like that. Did you know like the top, like 10% pay like 70% of our income taxes? I thought that was very interesting. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but this seeks fairness for once on those high income people. 
because they don't pay their fair share. The uh, sorry, this is this is gonna be one of those weird shows where <laughs> some people just turn it off. Okay, this is what's fun though. Oh my gosh, that was a guess, and here it is: taxpayers who earn more than five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars paid about seventy percent of the total income. To, I, people, I hadn't scrolled down that far. You're watching the show. That was out of a file cabinet in the back of my head. <laughs> And there it is. Okay. File cabinet. Okay. So here's the, here's the first piece of the show. Income taxes. Uh, raising the top marginal tax bracket to 39.6 from 37%. Mm-hmm. What well, doesn't sound too bad? Tana. Okay. Here's another quiz. You said the last one was so easy. This one, this one's going to be a, a, a this one's going to be tough. What is the difference between 39.6 and 37%? If you had to put a number to it, two point two percent ish, like two point six, I think that would be that would be exactly correct. Okay, okay, you nailed it. Congratulations! <laughs> um, another COVID yes. high five. High five. COVID high five. The uh, <laughs> geez, too much caffeine. The um, all right. So they're saying top those those, those evil rich people. Um. <laughs> They're going to pay an extra 2.6% on their top dollars. So that's kind of funny, right? So let's scroll down a little further in the article. As a result, the average tax paid by those who earn 500,000 or start 500,000 mm-hmm. would increase to about 31% from 27%. Okay. Okay. Tana, what is the difference between 27 and 31%? 3%? No, 4%. Four percent, right? Sorry, yeah, four. Okay, so let's think about this for a second. The top tax bracket's increasing two point six percent, but somehow when they increase it two point six percent, the average person making half a million is going to pay an extra four percent. Yeah, how does that work? Like, like what? Like this is this is government math right now. Like, like does that make any sense? No, doesn't make any sense, right? Because well, it's not too bad. Two percent, absorb it, but. All of a sudden, you know, it increases a little more. <laughs> and so what I had to do is I had to get another article in order to show mm-hmm. everybody what's happening here. Um, so I pulled up on taxfoundation.org. I pulled up the uh, the tax brackets. Okay. So what we're going to focus on for anybody watching the show is we're going to look at the married individuals, which are the numbers right down the middle of the screen. So okay. what did they just say? They said on the on the left side, the 37% bracket, if you guys, oh. We can't see it yet. Jeez, no, Tana, why didn't you jump in? <laughs> I'm like, I just did. I had, the, I had the article going the whole time. You never told me I wasn't showing anybody. Oh, I was waiting Jeez. for the chart. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Oops. What did I just do? I made it too big. Okay. Here we go. So middle of the screen, I've got married filed jointly going down the middle. Uh, left side, I've got that 37% bracket at the bottom. So number one, they're saying that they're going to increase the 37% to 20 or to 39.6. So that's going up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that's only on folks that make over 600 grand. Oh, by the way, what is not obvious that is a very subtle thing is they're completely eliminating the 35% mm-hmm. bracket. They're eliminating a good swath of the 32% bracket. Right. And they're just calling all of that the 39.6% bracket. So, so that's a bigger jump. Makes over 400 grand. Well, that amount of money initially is going to be taxed at about 8% extra. Right. That's a pretty stinking a, big jump. Those dollars are going to have a 25% increase. Yeah, that's a good point. 
uh, party foul. Whoops. The 35% bracket, you're getting basically a 5% increase on that mm-hmm. on the, you know, over $200,000 of income. And then if you're one of those lucky folks who makes too much money, well, I'll redefine that. Um, then you're 39.6. So when you actually blend all of that junk together, mm-hmm. you end up paying not that 2.6%, right? That visual headline they keep talking about. You end up paying an average of probably four or five percent more in taxes. Yeah, that's a very good point. Whoops. Right? You know, if you um, you know, if you where's the let's see if you make so if you made a million, it's gonna be almost thirty-three percent. So uh, there's some there's some irony here, right? And and that is <laughs> everything is not always as easy as it appears. Everybody likes to run off the headline of the mm-hmm. of the newspaper and say, "Oh, taxes are going up." Yeah, but they're only going up two point six percent. Well, that's not really true. I mean, if you're you know if you're making four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, so you're well below that thirty seven percent bracket, you're actually getting a much bigger increase. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting somewhere between probably you're probably getting like a six percent increase, right? Uh, it's crazy. That's not crazy, but it is what it is. So just wanted to point that out that sometimes um, numbers aren't what they seem. I don't know. What are we trying to point out there? Well, they, they simplify something when really there's a lot more detail that we don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it seems like no big deal. It's just a little bit on yeah. the top dollars. Well, no, but they're actually blowing out a couple right. of tax brackets, completely replacing them with this higher bracket, totally hammering the people that make that amount of money. Oh, by the way, which are generally the people in society that hire you, not you, but you, <laughs> like, how do you, like, you, y'all, that's y'all. how we say it in Texas. Y'all, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. So anyways. Uh, another fun fact that they want to do is they want to raise the capital gains rate. So anybody mm-hmm. who actually does well selling a piece of real estate, selling a stock, how dare you? Number one, right? Mm-hmm. So the top tax bracket right now, if you are a big breadwinner, so most people don't even hit this, um, is 23.8% federally. Mm. Top long-term capital gain. You see what the new one's going to be in, in parentheses? I can't highlight 43. it. 43.4%. Like yeah. Out. 44% will be the new. They're basically doubling the top capital gains rate. So wow. if you sell a house federally, an investment property, and you do well on it, the feds are going to take almost 44% mm. of it. Uh, let's round up. Almost half of it will gains will go to the feds. Oh, guess what? If you want to live in California, California has its own state tax too, friends. So you hit the max tax bracket there. There's another 13, 14 ish percent. Ouch. Well, hot dog, that's very patriotic of you to give almost 60% of your investment gain to the government. Mm. But you know what? You did really well. So why shouldn't you? <laughs> Anyways, there's a lot of, uh, what did I, I don't know. Is that facetious? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's not happy. Yeah. Well, r- remember, because I'm not being mean. It's like, yeah. To me, to me, I like economy. I like people having resources. There is not a a infinite amount of money in the, in the U S there is a finite amount of money. And that is the problem is if you take too much money from people to grow the government, Mm -hmm. it impedes economy. Japan was a perfect example of this. Japan was an economic superpower in the eighties. And then they only spent 70% of their GDP on the government. And by the late 90s, they were spending 40 plus percent. And guess what? Their economy went in the tank. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we're doing right now. Yeah, we're good massively point. expanding the government. Mm-hmm. Massively. We're, but the more you expand it, 
the more money you need. Here's how we're going to get money. We're going to take from the, the rich people. Well, guess what? The rich people are the ones that hire everybody. Yeah. So you stifle innovation. You stifle growth. You stifle job creation. You, I mean, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm getting fired up. <laughs> Heated. Fired up. All right. Well, let's just take a rightfully take a, so three seconds of silence. Okay, I'm back. The um. Anyways, oh, have you ever watched Dude Perfect? Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect. <laughs> it's Is a group a of guys. Thing? No, Sounds it's like a, a group Texas of thing. guys that they started this YouTube video and they were just doing these trick shots and then it turned into something even bigger. Uh-huh. But the one thing that they do in some of their episodes is one of the guys, the main guys does a, <laughs> a rage monster. Rage monster. <laughs> yeah. So he all of a sudden turns into like rage monster and it's, it's actually pretty funny. That's I funny. thought you were getting kind of close to that just That's now. Rage monstering. <laughs> I don't watch YouTube videos. I don't like YouTube. <laughs> Well, I have boys. But keep watching so our YouTube like... videos, everybody. It's <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, the, uh, they YouTube. Eh? <laughs> I got I got my laundry list of companies I don't like. The uh, <laughs> different reasons. The um. All right. Anyway, we'll move on from that. The other one, though. Now, remember, remember what the rhetoric here is with these bills: is we're not going to tax anybody who makes less than four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, just kidding. Okay, there's my rage monster coming out. Tana got me on the rage monster. Just kidding. Haha. Uh-huh. So a couple things that they're trying to get rid of is they want to get rid of stepped up basis. Stepped up basis is your mom dies, leaves you her house, you get it free and clear tax free as mm-hmm. a pitilly pathetic way for you to attempt to maintain some kind of sad existence in the middle class. They want to get rid of that. They want to make those assets taxable on, on people's mm-hmm. death. Here it is. Uh, how appreciated assets held by are passed there as, for example, capital gains taxed at death. Let me make say what that means. Normally, you have a capital gain when you sell something. So if mom dies and leaves you her house, number one, and at the moment it's tax-free, but number two, if you then sold it, that would be the taxable event, right? You sold the house. You're, you've disposed of it. So therefore, now you got to consider any tax liability. They want to do it at death and say, hey, whether you sell the house or not, Hot diggity dog. The house is taxable. Figure wow. out how you want to pay the tax bill, kids. That's going to be really tough. Loan against the house. Do you have to yeah. sell it? One way or another, we want our tax money. I find that super mean, super insane. And guess what? This is going to impact all of the people that are under the 400000 This is a right. rule for everybody. So it, it is not a pure thought that there's not taxation for, for people making under 400000 I mean, hell, you want to get into that. Let's talk about how inflation is a passive tax on mm-hmm. low-income people. Yeah, like, good point. Oh, no, mm, sorry. <laughs> the, uh, anyways, we're like running out of time here, so I've, I've kind of started to uh, transition <laughs> to the, the highlight highlight reel here. Um, so currently, an asset's appreciation isn't taxed upon the owner's death. Oh, but they want to make it. That's cute. The asset gets stepped-up basis, so we just mentioned that. Me, it transfers at current market value, erasing the capital gains. Um, so the heirs could sell these things tax-free. So they want to get rid of that. They want to make these assets taxable. Mm -hmm. They want to make the taxable event mom's death, not selling the house kind of a thing. Right. (sighs) So anyways, what else do we got? Uh, Tax enforcement. So this is another funny one. The Democrats are also eyeing tax compliance. So basically they want to go audit the heck out of everybody to try to find Mm -hmm. more tax revenue to pay for all their bills. Now, I would make an argument 
that most high income people, most, right, you know, knock on wood, uh, most high income people actually are relatively honest about their taxes. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not doing creative things because they're wealthy and they have good CPAs and they've got mm-hmm. accounts and they've got businesses and right. corporations. But from an honesty standpoint, all they're doing is maximizing the ridiculously thick IRS tax code to their mm-hmm. full benefit. Mm-hmm. So they're not, I don't think most people are doing anything majorly illegal. It's just that there's a lot of creative ways mm-hmm. to practice tax avoidance. Um, the uh so they're going to try to audit everybody to try to find all of that stuff you see here like you know ta- partnerships proprietorships rental properties you know they mm-hmm. all the rich people have this stuff and we're going to make sure they're doing it right and so they're going to spend a ton of money um auditing these people to try to find more money and i'm going to say right now i bet you five bucks tana should we shake on it <laughs> yeah uh, covid shake, COVID shake. <laughs> um i'm going to bet you five bucks that they don't find nearly as much as they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know where most of the tax cheating happens in society is on the low level incomes, right? It's people not mm. reporting having a garage sale and mm. a lemonade stand <laughs> and paying people to work in the back of your shop. Sweet. Yeah. Um, Good point. That's where a lot of the tax, true tax mm-hmm. fraud happens and tax, you know, not being paid. So mm-hmm. anyways, that's all I got. What do you <laughs> take it away? No, I think take it was it good. We got a lot accomplished. I know. I, I spoke too much. I apologize. <laughs> I, I was just excited. Oh, that's good. I love new. I love new laws. It gives me something to <laughs> focus on. I got to focus my energy. <laughs> Anyways, hey, uh, here. Let's pop a banner on here. If anybody has any questions, thoughts, concerns about how these things impact their own retirement, their their own finances, their own goals, give us a call eight zero five five hundred seven zero three five. Visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why we're here. This is what we do. This is how we help people. So as always, Tana, I appreciate mm-hmm. you being here. Thank and, you. Uh, everyone have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805 805- or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lind Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lind Group LLC. The Lind Group LLC and the Lind Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lind Group LLC the Lynn Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.